This article originally appeared in the spring 2021 issue of the University of Florida's Explore Research magazine. Revolution in the field. Artificial intelligence leads the way in a sea change for agriculture. By Cindy Spence. Read by Houston Wells. On the experimental farm at the University of Florida's Southwest Florida Research and Education Center, the fourth revolution of agriculture is in high gear. Drones fly over citrus groves, counting and categorizing trees. On the ground, robotic arms collect pests from tree branches to determine which trees need to be treated. Multispectral imaging collects spectral data from tomato plants, the better to detect diseases like target spot and bacterial spot before they spread throughout a field. Ground-based remote sensing equipment scours groves up one row and down the next to survey for green versus ripe fruit. Machines straddle rows of peppers, sensors spotting and spraying weeds only as they encounter them. And behind the scenes, a new cloud-based software called AgroView sucks up all the data, analyzing it and synthesizing it into chunks that scientists and farmers can use to make better decisions. UF agricultural engineer Giannis Ampazitis says artificial intelligence, the convergence of new tools for data collection with cloud computing to analyze the explosion of information, is changing the face of agriculture in a way that is nothing short of revolutionary. Revolution is the perfect word, says Ampazitis, an assistant professor of agricultural and biological engineering in Immokalee at the SWFREC, a part of UF's Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences. Ampazitis says, Artificial intelligence, robotics, automation, big data analytics, the Internet of Things, this is no doubt the fourth agricultural revolution. We're going to see these technologies in the field very, very soon. In the first agricultural revolution, mechanization, tractors, harvesters, and such, changed life on the farm. In the second, chemicals, fertilizers, and pesticides drastically increased yields. In the third, genetics produced hybrid plants, boosting yields yet again. What will artificial intelligence capabilities do for agriculture in the fourth revolution? A better question, Ampazitis says, is what won't they do? Todd Modis, a manager at Chemical Containers, an agricultural equipment designer and manufacturer, says the scope of research at UF and the SWFREC is large. Modis says, what they've already done is just the tip of the iceberg. The AI explosion was in progress in 2020 when J. Scott Angle took the helm as the new vice president for agriculture and natural resources. He has been impressed at the scope of AI applications, research, and outreach at UF. Engel says, AI is the next technology that will change agriculture in a profound way. Automating even basic chores pays off, Engel says, and Ampazitis says that is especially true for citrus, Florida's signature crop. For example, just creating a tree inventory for a grove is expensive and time-consuming. Ampazitis says, before automation, an inventory required driving throughout a field with two people, one looking left, one looking right, and they would have counting devices or clickers, and if they see a big tree, they click one clicker, and if they see a small tree, they click another one. They need to mindfully count. Mapping systems, like Google Maps, help, but they're not precise enough and are often 5 to 10 years old. Ampazitis says, even if you open Google Maps, imagine you have a field with 50,000 trees. Can you count them all? The clickers also don't register all the variations in sizes or gaps between trees. 
manually counting trees on just 1,000 acres can cost up to $14 an acre. Using drones, the time can be reduced by 90% and the cost by 60-70%, to Ampazitis says. Once the drone images are uploaded into AgriView, the grower can access much more than just a tree count. AgriView processes and analyzes the visual images to provide information such as tree height, canopy size, stress condition, and gaps where trees need to be replanted. The grower can also search for specific categories, for example, all the trees less than 7 feet tall. A ground-based system that can be paired with AgriView can detect and count fruit, even immature green fruit, which is difficult because green fruit is the same color as the leaves. This helps the grower monitor growth, predict yield, and prepare for harvests. AgriView can also determine plant nutrient concentration and develop fertility maps that create management zones for precision agriculture applications. Growers, understandably, are eager to get their hands on AgriView, which UF Innovate named Invention of the Year. Engel says AI will leverage the capabilities of other technologies. For example, mechanization has been around a long time, waiting for the technologies that will make machines smarter and smart mechanization will become even more important in the face of labor shortages, he says. We've always had the mechanical part, let's say, for picking a peach, Engel says. We've got claws that can reach out, grab it, pull it off the branch, throw it in a bin. The problem is, is that peach ripe, ready to be picked? And that's a hard question. A human can determine that easily, but a robot can't. Secondly, when you grab that peach, if it's ripe and you put too much pressure on it, you'll squish it. And if you don't apply enough pressure, it'll drop out of the claw. So that's a question for AI to solve for us. Every peach will become a specific calculation, Angle says. I think in the next couple of years, we're going to see robots in our orchards and our groves harvesting a lot of our crops. Angle agrees with Ampazitis about the revolutionary nature of AI in agriculture and sees AI as having perhaps more impact in agriculture than in some other arenas. In manufacturing, for instance, large companies like automakers deploy advances as they occur. Large agricultural companies do as well. But while there are no mom-and-pop automakers, there are thousands of mom-and-pop agricultural producers. Engel says AI will level the playing field for all producers, big and small. Engel says, right now, sophisticated information is generally only available to the largest producers the biggest corporate farming and forestry operations, because they can afford it. Smaller producers have not had access to a lot of this. What AI is going to do is open up a tremendous amount of knowledge, but also decision-making based upon that knowledge, to everyone. It's a great equalizer when it comes to agriculture, forestry, and natural resources. Agronomy Department Chair Diane Rowland, Director of the Center for Stress-Resilient Agriculture, says putting AI into the hands of even the smallest farmers is the goal of a new four-institution grant from the National Science Foundation. Roland and David Arnold of UF's Electrical and Computer Engineering Department are UF leads on the $26 million grant designed to help farmers grow more crops with fewer inputs, such as water, chemicals, and energy. Roland is leading the Agricultural Sensor Systems team. And she says a collaboration that began four years ago with engineering researcher Alina Zare is a sign of the benefits of AI. In her agronomy lab, her team was looking at root function and wanted to move beyond understanding the architecture of crop roots. Roland says, 
We were using the tools we've traditionally used, and I knew that we were not gathering the information in as complex a way as we could. The results were amazing, she says. Researchers had been able to see differences with their eyes, but unable to statistically quantify how the differences occurred. The minute changes in the process of a plant transitioning from a well-watered plant to an overwatered or underwatered plant, for instance. Roland says last year's $70 million partnership with NVIDIA, which includes the gift of one of the fastest supercomputers in academia, will change logistics for researchers, and that will change research outcomes. Roland says, for example, in our root work with Alina, we had 17,000 images that had been hand-traced on a computer. You can imagine the person hours if we added them up. I envision the NVIDIA computing power allowing us to basically crunch all of that very, very quickly. So we should be reaching solutions at a much faster pace. The collaboration between the College of Engineering and UF IFAS has also been fun to watch, Roland says. It's really amazing to watch students. We bring in engineering students and we bring in agronomy students, and they sit at a table and look at a problem together. We, in IFAS, don't understand the machine learning side, and they don't understand the biology side. But when you're looking at the same problem together, each side brings different viewpoints. And so in some ways, the misunderstanding of one side actually brings new ideas to the group as a whole. That process is the key to making these advances. It has to be done together. Engel says the 12 UF IFAS research and education centers throughout the state and the extension offices in all 67 counties will allow AI to quickly get into the hands of the producers that can use it and eventually onto Floridians' kitchen tables. Engel says, We have regular communication with farmers and foresters and natural resource managers that have the problems AI can address. I think it will show up a little faster than most people think. I think we're just a couple of years away. It will greatly expand access to information, so that what GM and Boeing have access to today, a homeowner will have access to in the future. That's why I call it the Great Equalizer. In Florida's fields of tomatoes, the state's third largest crop, drones are the newest workhorses. Using multispectral and hyperspectral imaging, far more sophisticated than inspection by the human eye, drones outfitted with cameras can measure reflected solar radiation to detect diseases. Ampazitis and UF plant pathologist Pamela Roberts found the system could identify two scourges of tomatoes, bacterial spot and target spot, with around 90% accuracy. In a 20-minute flight, about 60 acres of tomato fields can be scanned, a huge time savings for growers, who otherwise would manually have to check for the disease row by row. The system also detects disease at a very early stage, which is critical for growers, and can distinguish between bacterial spot and target spot, so the right chemical and the right amount of chemical can be used. Based on the data gathered, Ampazitis says the team also has developed AI models to predict diseases in other vegetable crops as well as tomatoes. The diseases are chronic, occurring every season, Roberts says, and the two together can cost tomato farmers about $5 million a year. Roberts has been working with tomatoes for 20 years and said a solution like this is long overdue. Another technology is being tested on peppers. Ampazitis calls it a smart sprayer because the apparatus travels above a row and using machine vision and AI, sprays herbicide when it spots a weed such as portulaca. It doesn't spray when it spots non-target plants like the peppers themselves or sedge grass. 
The Smart Sprayer saves both money and chemicals, helping the farmers and the consumers who buy the produce. Roland says technologies like hyperspectral imaging also help in harvesting crops like peanut. Roland says, peanut grows underground, so predicting when it should be harvested is very difficult. With a corn plant, you can go out and take a look at the ear and say, yeah, it's ready. But with peanut, you can't do that. When peanut growers dig their crop, they go through a painstaking process to determine what is mature and what's not, removing the outer skin of the hull and looking for colors, white, yellow, orange, brown, and black, to see if a pod is mature. It's a huge amount of work and laden with error, Roland says. But with hyperspectral imaging, we can tell which pods are mature or not. Hyperspectral imaging can also be used in a shelling plant to detect peanuts that are hiding aflatoxin, a fungus underneath the hull. Aflatoxins are associated with liver cancer, so keeping aflatoxin-contaminated peanuts out of the food supply has health benefits. Ampazitis says UF agricultural engineers recently started working with a company in Tampa, Harvest Crew Robotics, on an autonomous robotic harvester of strawberries, a crop with such severe labor issues that some growers have considered not planting as opposed to planting and letting unpicked crops rot in the fields. Ampazitis says, we need to develop these technologies and use artificial intelligence to be competitive and compete in a global market. AgriView, a cloud-based application, aggregates data from drones, satellites, sensors, and imaging equipment. AgriView can take disparate information and produce maps of fields or groves showing trees and gaps between trees, tree height, canopy size, and leaf density. It can also estimate plant nutrient concentration and, in the near future, predict yield and fruit quality. In row crops, it can also show spacing and overlay data about where pests have been detected, allowing it to create a tool called a prescription map which offers detailed instructions on where to apply fertilizers and pesticides to best effect. AgriView is now on Generation 4, and MODIS says it provides a foundation for further development. Prescription mapping and smart sprayers are not only good for growers' budgets, they are good for the environment, too, because reducing pesticides and fertilizers means less chemicals seeping into Florida water supplies. With this system, we will be able to treat every tree on a per-tree basis, says MODIS, who worked in turf grass, ornamental, citrus, and other crops before joining the family business. Every tree, every vegetable plant will have its own name. For the first time ever, we will be able to treat in a way that the tree utilizes every nutrient, and that means less runoff into water supplies. Cost savings may drive sales, but the best reason to do this is to protect our water. Modus sees the potential to develop industry-specific technologies as well, and Ampazitis agrees. Ampazitis says the AI revolution will act as a multiplier effect for all the previous agricultural revolutions. For example, drones can collect phenotype data, which can be fed into software to find the trees and plants that perform the best from a genomic standpoint. He says he is looking forward to collaborating with plant geneticists. The strength of UF is that we have all these faculty from different disciplines that can help us to better develop these AI models, Ampazitis says. In the fourth agricultural revolution, soil and water and weather still matter, but data and data-based decision-making is king. To find more stories about the fascinating research underway at UF, visit explore.research.ufl.edu.